Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Friday edition. End of the week. Um, yeah, looking forward to a couple of days of switching off, I think. It's going to be good. Uh, cruisy little night. Got a bit done again yesterday. Just ticking away. I've hit the 100 mark on the photos. So I've got through, a, edited 100 photos. That has literally taken me like a, a week and a half, I guess, roughly to uh, get that done, a bit of a mission. So <laughs> that's setting up the photos, that's getting it from 1200 down to there. So we've, we've got, a, got a bit of progress uh, each day. I'm getting probably 10, 15 done a day after work. Unfortunately, that's all I can really sort of fit in, but time takes about, I spend about 30 minutes, half an hour on each, each one. So by the time you do that and then other stuff, yeah, what do you do? So all looking well there. A little bit of news. We do have some news. We're going to get straight into that for the get you all set up for the weekend. Some fun stuff, some good stuff, and yeah, lots happening. Now, if you haven't already and you don't know what we normally do here, we normally talk a bit a bit of tech, a fair bit about photography, and some fun stuff. Occasionally, I'll have a, go on a bit of a rant and some things I don't agree with and, and spit them out but there's uh, some crazy stuff happening in this planet. So it's always good to just to get out there and talk about it. It's the best way to find out and let, let you know. It's, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion. Whether it's good or bad, everyone's perception's different. So no one's right. Uh, as long as you're good and you're not killing someone else, you're pretty good as far as I'm concerned. It's, you have, a, have that right to your opinion. Now, on a sad note, some crazy stuff happening in Cuba. Um, do have some friends that are from there uh, in New York. Um, their family's from Cuba, and I've had the privilege of being able to visit Cuba once in my life, and it was absolute, Havana's one of those beautiful cities, and the people were actually just absolutely lovely and really, really nice. So they're getting smashed with COVID. Uh, they've got a mad COVID um, outbreak there. Obviously, because of... The restrictions because of their political system, um, they can't get the vaccines or they don't have the money to get the vaccines. So people are getting that. So we've got health issues there. And also we have the fact that uh, they've basically the people have revolted. They've had enough of being under control of the government for so long. And um, let's turn this down a bit. And they've decided to, nah, enough's enough. Cuba needs to be free, and I think good on them a bit. It's going to hurt them to, to do it while they're in, the of, they're in the middle of a COVID outbreak. People are unfortunately dying. Uh, they're starving. They can't get food. There's no jobs. The money system's turned to crap. It's pretty much anarchy there at the moment, so I'm just hoping sort of, well, fingers crossed, thoughts and prayers to all those people there that and, uh, they can get some assistance and their government sort of... Oh, I guess turns the corner and at least gives them the option for freedom. I'm sort of one of those people that, like, even though we're here, we work our asses off every day just to pay for a house and to pay bills. Is that freedom? Probably not to a lot of people. Um, but it's our choice. We get to make the choices. Uh, whether we make good choices or not, That's there's nothing you can do about that. That's sort of tricky, so... They've made the choice. They want out and they want to get in. They want to just have a, have the ability to have that choice and you know, good on them. And I actually wish them well. I hate to see people suffering 
doesn't matter where they are in the world, no one should be getting persecuted and treated like crap. Um, especially this day and age, we have the technology and the health and ability to give a good life to everyone. Um, unfortunately, we, we're, as humans, we're a little bit crappy sometimes. Probably most of the time, actually, if you look back through history, if you go from when the Christians killed everyone to all the other reasons we've done, most of the time it's been about religion, but uh, now it's all about money and greed and power. Uh, unfortunately, we're not much of uh, good caretakers of this planet. Anyway, uh, we'll get in some tech. There's me. There's me daily world news report. Um, hey, if you've uh, first time at the show. Thanks for subscribing. Um, I do appreciate it. If you haven't already, smash that, hit the tick. Monday to Friday, we're here talking about all sorts of fun stuff. Um, yeah, hopefully you'll join us and come along for the journey. Fingers crossed. Radio now Samsung uh, have announced on oh, 29th of July they've got a brand new G9 or the Odyssey Neo G9 monitor. So that's, if you haven't seen the last version, which is just insane, uh, super expensive, but wow, it's um, it's a curved screen, 49 inch monitor, just perfect for what I do. It's my dream, dream. The LG does a big curve one as well, but the Samsung one's pretty darn flash. Um, yeah, the last one, 49 inch curved, it's got a thousand R curve. Uh, so crazy, basically you can sit there, you could have a timeline and then you can watch YouTube over here. You've got that much room to do stuff. It's a pretty amazing monitor. Well, they've got a brand new one coming out on July the 29th. The last one was absolutely amazing and uh, I'm sure this one is gonna be just as good. Now this one's gonna drop down to a one millisecond response time. That same 1000R curve, so you're still gonna have that massive curve, so you can basically sit there and with your peripheral vision, see the whole screen at once. So it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, 240 hertz out of this one, but now. So that's pretty amazing. So for gamers, that's a big thing, getting those frame rates right, where you can keep up with those high-speed games. 240 hertz, that's pretty darn crazy. Um, 5120 by 1440 at 240 hertz. So Pretty darn cool. It's gonna have FreeSync Premium Pro in there and also Adaptive Sync. So it's, it's this one's very gamer orientated. I think the last one had a little bit of gamer in it, but it was more so, I think, a lot product, uh, for creative types like myself. Um, perfect for video editors, that big long screen. That's just amazing. It's my sort of dream, as I said, it's my dream monitor to have hooked up to the MacBook. They have something like that where you can just work and not have to constantly scroll across and backwards and forwards. It's a, it's very annoying. So that would be cool. But uh, it's, look, uh, it's pretty darn cool. So it's got those in there. So that's fantastic for graphics. It can take a heavy load. It's super fast response. It's going to have full HDR. It's got the, I think this one's a mini LED version. So it's even going to be better for its blacks and all that sort of stuff. Two HDMI ports, two USB-A ports one digital port and one PC port, uh, VESA mount ready, so all the usual great stuff, but it's got plenty of stuff in there to, to whack in. The old model's roughly about 1,500 bucks at the moment, probably come down, I think it's probably started around the two grand mark US, <clears throat> so I'm expecting it to be around the same. 
uh, $2,000 mark. Sorry, $1,500 Australian. Uh, so I'm thinking this is going to be around the 2000 Australian once it actually gets here. Um, I think it took us a good 6 to 12 months before we could get the old gene on here. You can buy it here now. Um, and it, it seems to be dropping in price slowly. Uh, now, when, once this one released, that should come down a little bit. But I, I wouldn't imagine we'd see this model in Australia, unfortunately, like everything, uh, until maybe Christmas. So a good little Christmas present for yourself. Save up a couple of grand and chat yourself a beast of a monitor. So very, very cool. Now, a uh, quick one. Now, this one's an interesting one because I had to do a bit of hunting. Nissi on their Instagram um, <clears throat> announced a new long exposure remote. Uh, they call it, I think it's the BCR. I'm pretty sure was their name. Yeah, B BRS, Bluetooth remote um, <clears throat> system. Now, you, it was on Instagram. They sort of dropped a bit of a leak out. They showed it in use, plugging into a camera, uses HDMI, micro HDMI into a 3.5mm jack um, to go into this little Bluetooth unit, then Bluetooth to your phone to their Nissi um, ND filter app, which is really cool. So, And the best thing is it'll work with an RP. There's not many things that do with the RP, and a, there's six different cable types, and you have to buy them extra, unfortunately. But good thing is it works with that Nissi. So if you're doing long exposure stuff and you just say have a camera system, Canon's a bit average in that regards with the bulb timer and stuff. You have to go to the Canon app and that it goes through Wi-Fi and it's notorious for dropping out and pretty painful. Where this hooks straight up to the Nissi filter app so you can sit there, put all your long exposure, your filter in, your normal exposure, all your details in, it'll give you what you need to go to get a perfect exposure. Bang on the on your phone app, sends it to the camera, takes the shot. So really simplified version and not very expensive. Um, it was costed, the only place that had it, now they did say on Instagram, it's available for pre-order, but both the USA and Australia stores, no mention of it at all as of yesterday afternoon. <clears throat> Excuse me. The only place I did find it was the English Nissi store. So if you want to go and have a gander, look at all the specs after I've had a chat, uh, go check it out there. If you are living in England, you can obviously pre-order it now. Um, yeah, it'll be out, I'd say, fairly soon. Now that they're advertised, it won't take long. There'll be a, I think it'll be sell really, really quick. Now in uh, the English store, it was uh, £23, or I'd say that's roughly about 50 bucks. normally about double for the pound. And the cables are all sold separately. So all you get is a little remote, and you have to buy the cable to suit your camera. Uh, they're sold separately at £4.5 each, so that's 10, basically 10 bucks. So you're looking at about $60 for the system. Um, and I think it'll actually be a really – it looks like a really simple system to use. Uh, I do use that Nissi filter app whenever I'm doing my long exposure hours just to make sure what I've got in my head and what I want to do actually translates because the last thing you want to be doing is send exposure for 15 minutes or half an hour which I've done and then you get it back and it's too dark you go oh. right so I'll start again <laughs> so yeah look definitely worthwhile now cameras that it is compatible with five different camera remote interfaces It'll do the Sony A7 series, HX and the RX series. 
It'll do shutter cable for CF1. So it'll do Canon R6, R5, RP, RM50. That's a good one. 90D, the 850D, the 800. So it's looking after the DSL players as well. So that's cool. Fuji X Pro 3, the X-T4 and the 100V. Uh, it will also do the XS10, the XT30, XE4, XA7, GFX100S and that 100. It'll also do some other DSLRs, which will be the 7D, 6Ds, 5DSRs for all the five range and the 1DX, obviously. Nikons, 850s, 810s, 500s, 4Ss, D6s, Z, the Z series, all the way up to the D780 will do as well. And yeah, pretty much... There's not much it's not going to cover. So, like, it's a really definitely go check it out. If it, hopefully, they'll have it in either the US store or the Australian store today. So, you can, can have a bit of a gander at it. It's a tiny little unit. So, it looks like a little, I guess, like a tiny little filter kit. If, if you look at the, if you've got Nissi filter kits, it just looks like a little baby one of them, but uh, you just hang it on the, the side of your camera and your way you go. So it looks looks pretty darn cool. It's got an auto power off uh, if it's been idle for 30 minutes. So, and it's just run by a little button battery. That was the only thing I probably thought, why? <clears throat> In a day of rechargeable systems, everything's rechargeable. I've got battery packs in my camera bag. I don't leave home without them. Uh, why wouldn't you put a little rechargeable lithium battery in there? so we could recharge it on the go. So I'm not sure how long a button battery is going to last. It's just, I guess, something else you're going to have to carry with you now when you go to use it. That was probably the only thing I thought was a little bit strange. But super keen on getting it. Once I can pre-order it, I'm definitely going to get this. Uh, it will help me immensely, I think, especially with my 32,000 ND when I do a lot of that with the water and stuff. Uh, you're really going to be switched on with your calculations. So that Nissi app does help, and this will just simplify it and make it very easy. So very cool. Uh, also, last but not least, 10 metres range for that one. So that's pretty cool. You can go back, kick back, put your camp chair up, have a bit of a chill out. Uh, or if it's right near the water and near waves, you can actually get back. So worst case, your camera gets washed over, you don't get washed over. So a little bit of a safety thing there. So that's pretty cool as well. Now, um, Canon Rumours uh, yesterday announced that, oh, there's going to be a full-range camera R-mount, possibly, for, has to be possibly, because it's a pretty large sort of a rumour, this one. Uh, sources for, of Canon Rumours have said Canon wants to make a full-frame RF mount camera for under 800 US dollars. So that's roughly just over a thousand Australian, brand new. That's a pretty bloody good deal. Uh, now, and that's in 2022. So not this year. It'll be next year when it comes out. It's it's getting confusing where Canon's going with their ranges and what. Now we've heard on multiple occasions there's going to be an APS-C RF mount camera now we've got a full frame rf mount for 800 bucks where does the aps-c range going to fit because having had a m50 for the last few years that aps-c and very happy now that i'm on the full frame i would definitely not go back to an aps-c yeah sure it's lighter and smaller 
but the image quality when you're going in to clean it up and that, or if you're going to do prints, uh, look, I found it. The full frame is so much better. The RP, the images I'm getting out of that uh, is a totally different beast, totally, totally different in low light. Um, I would I find it very hard to think that someone would pay $1,000 for an APS-C level camera over an $800 full frame. It's a little bit weird. So I don't know how they're going to set that up. Um, very weird because also you've got to have different lenses for that APS-C and then are they going to all cross? They're going to have to be RF mounts. That's fine, but they're going to be different lenses. They're going to work on the full frame. Are they going to work on that? Yeah, that if if they can do it for eight hundred, and as someone said, if you can get a thousand dollar kit uh, with a lens and an R and a full frame camera, that's going to be a pretty good deal and hard for other manufacturers to go up against. So, yeah, very cool. But yeah, it's just it's weird, isn't it? It's, where are they going to fit that APS-C? They've, I can't see them putting two, we've heard about up to three cameras, maybe two cameras, because we had the seven, the eight, and the nine, R7, eight, and nine. Um, yeah, maybe one of, maybe, maybe two of them. Maybe they just go one APS-C below it. If they're going to have an APS-C, just put one, fill it full of goodies, put it one, and put it at 800 bucks, the same price as the full frame, but it's got a few extra goodies in it. And if anyone wants APS-C, well, then they can have that and they've got everything in it. And then if you want full frame, it's the same price. You just don't get a few features, I guess, and you can work your way up. That's my thought. Anyway, what do you think? Let me let me know down below if you've got any ideas or thoughts. <laughs> now, last but not least, a little bit of a fun one. Craft, uh, Craft Cheese. Don't know if you know, are you a fan of macaroni and cheese? Uh, I was watching Lou later and I thought this is going to grew up as mum used to make me mac and cheese. She's great, the craft block cheese out and I used to sit there and watch her cook it and I'd just inhale it, just about a whole bowl by myself. Um, I was a fatty, <laughs> didn't help. Um, but uh, love mac and cheese. Uh, even to this day, I've, I still love it. When you go to the States, you always get mac and cheese as a side and I think that's awesome because um, I'm a big fan of it. Um, well, this one's a little bit weird. A company called Van Leeuwen's Ice Cream. Uh, I think their based main office is in New York, but they've got several different shops all over the United States and uh, some really nice ice cream flavours too. I did check out their website. Very, very cool. They released, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, a mac and cheese ice cream. So they teamed up with Kraft, got that full Kraft cheese flavor in there and made a mac and cheese ice cream. And I'm like, pretty, already sold out. So just crazy. Don't even try and think that you're going to get some. Sold out. Whether they make more stock and keep it running, you might be able to get it in a few weeks' time once they've made some more. But whatever they had is gone. Uh, very, very crazy. It was 12 They sell their tubs for about $12 US a tub. Um, so it's... Only like a small, so expensive. That's like 15, 16, maybe more, $18 Australian. So probably the same price as a decent gelati here in Australia. But uh, mac and cheese ice cream, pretty cool, pretty funky. Just trying to trying to imagine that cold, cold macaroni and cheese flavour. Be yeah, something different anyway. Anyway, I hope that uh, gives you something to think about over the weekend. And uh, yeah, if you haven't 
Probably won't get a video up this weekend. That's the last thing I did want to say. Uh, as I said, I still got another three, 400 photos to get through. I'm actually thinking I'm going to struggle to get one before I go on this week's break uh, when I fly back home. So I'm doing my best. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, what can I do? I'll do some more work over the weekend and uh, we'll discuss it more on Monday. Whether you're going this way, that way, have a fantastic bloody weekend. See you soon. Bye. Peace.